This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. Always a pledge. Always a pledge. Um, you know, we we every couple of weeks we reconvene to solve the world's dating problems. And this is another one of those weeks. I know. It's been a while since I've seen you. You've been you've been traveling. Traveling this great nation of ours. I want to thank the people of La Jolla. Ooh. The La Jolla, what a crowd sold out five shows california california dreaming we baby all, we all gotta move to california it was really they live a life the only problem with their life there is that they can't complain right. you're like i love complaining as many know from this podcast. i'm sure they'll find a way there's no i wouldn't take any of their complaints seriously like i kept saying i was like like what are you gonna complain about the traffic while you look right. at a mountain vista well, they do. They do say that um, people are happier there. You know, they so- seemed it. They're soft, though. They're so- yeah, but yeah. yeah. I'll take being soft, right? To look at the view. I mean, just to look. Can you imagine being a comedian there? You can't. Everyone's like, there's no Shut comedians up. from yeah. there. Right. They have nothing to <laughs> complain about. They can only be like the type of comedian that's like, what's a square? Like they have to like like they're the uh, abstract alt comic that tells you their life mm-hmm. was horrible, even though they grew up in that fucking scenic oasis it's just yeah, unbelievable it's hard to imagine any crime going on there uh jordana what's going on here um what's going on here same old uh so last night mike took your little poll on instagram see look at you're already demeaning my poll your little this, your little poll this podcast is a dating and relationship podcast and i had a very interesting dating and relationship issue that came so here's the deal it, it really uh it really it really makes you think about the person you're waking, waking up next to yeah well and it makes me think about the people who listen to this show how delusional they all are okay, including myself In- Including you, because here's what happened. I'll I'll set the stage, okay? I'm doing shows in San Diego, La Jolla. Um, Jess, my girlfriend, flew out on Friday because it was my birthday weekend. Thank you. And that right now, and now at this point, it's it's been a while. It's been a minute. We're past happy birthday time. I'm officially a geriatric pregnancy. Yes. I've I've crossed the threshold. I came here with my walker and my old man cardigan, and I am officially old. Okay. Yes. So. My birthday was Friday. Jess was going to surprise. No, not a surprise, but like, you know, meet me there. Her, her presence is my present. Okay. Was it? Absolutely. Nice. I'm, I'm very happy she came. Uh, we had a blast. It was great to be with her and have my birthday weekend there. And we're by the ocean, as I just said. Right. You can't, the, the land of no complaints. So she flies in. So we made our plane reservations separately so let me get that part of the story out there as everyone who listens to this knows okay, so she booked her ticket you booked your ticket both through delta but we're same plane so she booked going there to delta and then we booked the same flight going back okay the plane going back from san diego on monday was completely pretty much full full to the point where she g- bought a comfort seat knowing that she probably wouldn't even get the upgrade to comfort okay do we understand we're all on the same page. She bought a comfort. So like when she bought the ticket, she bought up. Okay. She didn't just get the regular seat. Oh, and just and just assume that her Delta medallion gold diamond. She, exactly. Like when I book a flight, okay. I'm a Delta diamond so medallion. You know you'll get right. I get you bumped her, up right away. You gave you shared that with her, correct? Let's also good point, okay. Jordana. I gave her as part of my diamond medallion status, I gave her silver upgrade. Like I gave her automatic. Push wow. her up. I wonder if that's the kind of thing where, like, you'd have to put in a prenup that you uh, that that's I mean, not no longer a joint asset. That's the whole. But hold on, that's the beginning of uh, wedding crashers. What was, oh, the wedding points. Cra- they're the going points. the points. Yeah, the points. They're, wedding crashers. There are these. Well, this is the status. So, it's so the status. A- but this is all right. You know, within the realms of ownership. You know, for so, sure. So I I gift her. So I didn't even. I wasn't even gonna bring that up. 
<laughs> I'm happy you brought that up. I, always, I, I like to get the full story. This is the full story. I gift her the silver status or whatever the status. I think it might gold or whatever. It might be silver. So that bumped her up a little bit. So usually when I book on Delta, I get the immediate bump up to comfort and then you're put in the line for the first class. Right. Okay. So she meets me out in San Diego. We have a blast. I do the shows. They're great. We both knew that the flight coming back on Monday was pretty full. Okay, we there was no chance for upgrades for both of us. Okay, it said first class is full, so we were also sitting in different rows because she booked it. Her and I booked separately. Okay, so we're not going to be next to each other. We're both in aisles of Delta Comfort. Right, scene is set. Okay, Monday we even look at each other. We say, "Ugh, this flight's going to be long." You know, we even it's like a six hour flight. Five, but we because coming back it's a little quicker. But I, we have resigned ourselves to a day of hard flying. Okay. We get to the the airport. We go to the Delta Lounge. I make sure she can get in with me. Okay. Okay. Again, we get to the gate, and I hear an announcement. Gerard Freed, we need you at the desk. <laughs> Gerard. <laughs> I, you know, when I get to the gate, I'm like a I'm like a like a like a like a, like a ferret. I'm like, whoop! Like I hear just yeah, I've flown with you. I know what it's like. I'm making sure okay. all hands on deck. I gotta get on the plane, get my thing above my seat. I wanna make sure I am on that thing comfy. Okay. So I hear Gerard Freed to the front desk. I go, and I look at her, I go, ooh, what what? And she goes, You got bumped up. I go, it's not possible. No seats left in first class. I go to the desk. The woman looks at me. She goes, here's your new ticket. I call over Jess. I go, because what I've been doing when we fly together is I call ahead. I say, we're a package team. We both get upgraded or we both don't. Okay. Okay. Because the plane got exchanged. They moved it up to a bigger plane. Okay. Jess looks at me right away and is like, I guess you're taking it. Like not happy. And I'm like, well, what do you want me well, to do? Well, someone should obviously take it. Someone needs to sit in this first class seat. Yeah, of course. I also did everything in my power to make sure we we both were having okay. the same conversations. Right. Like, And then she starts getting a little upset with me. And I say, well, Did you what? offer it to her? At that point, there's no offer. What do you mean? I said, well, let's go on the plane, you know, and... I think maybe I didn't say this early enough if I'm going to, you know, take her side. Mm-hmm. I didn't right away say halvesies. Okay. I didn't right away halfsies say... Halvesies for a five-hour flight is almost like... That's an empty gesture. Empty? You need a fi- you need to switch off or... Why not? I don't know. Like it's, I get it if it was like 16 hours. Five hours, two and a half hours each. You get the... Well, then we got on the plane. It wasn't the... Re- we thought it was the regular You're first class. You're already settled in. Hold mm-hmm. on. It's the Delta One with the okay, live so flat kind of, seats. Right. So you could get two hours of lying down... Uh, two hour nap. I guess. I kind of feel like once I'm in the seat, I'm in the seat. Um, I hear you. But fair enough. Okay. So we get on the plane. I go with her. She board. First, she says, I'm not boarding with you. You go ahead with your first class people. I was like, no, I'm not going to leave you behind. And I waited out. Wow, it's like the Titanic comfort. over here. I know, right? Women and children. Women and children. <laughs> so I, we then board together. I help her with her bag to put it above the seat. That gesture is not really. So you went in and then you came back. Came back. That's tough to do. Tough. Exact. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I put the. I I lift her bag. That gesture was not. It didn't help. Okay. She did not take kindly to that. She didn't even assess it. Then I go to the front and I got Delta One lie down seats and I text her. I said, let's switch off. And she said no. And she was angry. So then I put up the poll that said. Well, what, did, what, what would her preference have been? Well, I don't know. I think not taking the ticket. I think it's more just like, I think, I don't even think she would want you to do that. I, it's kind of like you're just you're she's she's not really mad she's disappointed what what would be not the in, best even op- in you she's disappointed in the situation the situation she's sucks, it out but on you here's the thing it wasn't plotted and and listen we have a bad history of this because I've taken right. upgrades before but I was trying to be better and then we get to the last possible second I am not the type that I come from a family of more 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 and extra. Okay. If someone offers, you take, and then you assess. Okay. Okay? Then I'll go, 
I didn't have any time to even assess the situation. To me, it's do you want first class or do you want Obviously, Joe's blow? Obviously, one of you should take the if you're not even sitting Obviously. together. No, the, yeah, the not taking it would be crazy. We already aren't sitting with each other. Yeah, that's that's fine. I think you should offer it to her. Would she, would so she your take, solution to this? I don't think she should take it, but I think you should have offered it to her. Anyway, so Mike took your little poll. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he also said he wouldn't give it to me, which I thought was very annoying. Yeah. Um, I was like, I wouldn't take it, but like you should offer. He's like, I've never even flown first class. I'm like, so I wouldn't take it. You're not understanding the point here. So you think he should get the first class ticket and go... I want to give it to you immediately. Barely touches his hands. He just hands it to you. You should take it. You should take it. And you would go, no, 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 you take it. I wouldn't take it. But you just want the offer. I want the offer. I want to know that they're like thinking of me, putting me first. I wouldn't actually take it. I would feel terrible taking it. And then I switched it and I was like, what if uh, I was like, let's change the scenario a little bit. Uh, We're flying with our three kids. Okay. Okay. You get the offer for the yeah. upgrade. He's like, I then I wouldn't take it. He's like, I'm not going to be like up I the first class while my wife it. and children are goodbye are family. In, in, <laughs> Here's a lesson in economics. I'm back there with the screen. You're, you're, she's back there with the screaming children, and I you're, told uh, my, you're just I, chilling in first class. I told my dad the story this morning. Okay, my dad goes, she's lucky you offered the split seat. He goes, if that was me. I would have gone up to the front and made sure the curtain was closed. <laughs> he goes, I would have made sure that none of the animals could have came up front to use Shuri the bathroom. Shuri is dead. Wow. I, here's the other thing. I was so surprised. I put up the poll. The poll was basically right. It was um, it was who should get the seat. Right. It was should I not take the seat or should I take Ever, it? Someone should take the seat. Someone of our party yes, yes. should take it. I got all these responses being like, no, Give it to her. Give it to her. And it's like, or they were saying, I, the women were writing me, multiple women okay. wrote me, I would, if that were me, um, I would have, you should have offered it, but if it was the roles reversed, I never would offer it. These women were saying that if they oh. were given the first class, they wouldn't offer it to I their husband. I would offer it. So but, if you, let's say the roles are reversed. Right. You get the first class. Your first instinct is, here you go, Mike. You take it. Yeah, I'm a selfless person. <laughs> this is crazy. I, if he took it, he would be judged. But I would offer it. It's kind of like that's the kind of rel- you want to be like in a giving relationship, not a taking relationship. I noticed that here's the other thing. The idea of like splitting it was very big amongst people who were in profile pictures with their significant other. We're a team. Yes. You know who was again? Who was like, you give it to her. All these people who are alone in their pictures. <laughs> give it to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You live in a, this is the thing. And we're a part of this. We're part of the problem. The whole idea of red flag deal breaker. It's like, right. no, no, no. It's the discussion. It's figuring it out. You it's, would really leave your wife and kids in, in coach? Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Say oh, goodbye to daddy. daddy? Drinking He's up sh- there drinking champagne <laughs> while I'm breastfeeding on the... Uh, <laughs> but that is, it's funny plane etiquette really you really find out who someone is because we were we just booked this trip to greece in in august yeah um and we were talking we both like the window seat right mm-hmm. and we're telling my brother about about this and he's like if i'm you and i'm dating for like two at that point we'll be probably be over about three years yeah he's like if i'm you like i think it'd be nice to separate yeah, why not? Like, because we're always fighting over who has to take the middle seat. He's like, yeah. why don't you just like get your own seat? And, and Mike like jumps at this. He's like, he's like, that's a great idea. I don't think she would go for it. I'm like, oh, because like I I wanna I wanna be in the middle seat, just holding your hand for eight hours. Sure. Like, I'll take the I'll take the the window seat. But 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 then I'm like insulted that he want that he's been thinking about so this. Excited like, oh, you're just so excited that you. someone else has brought this up, <laughs> and like. <laughs> Here's his like opening for something he's been thinking about forever. This is the problem with the plane stuff. It's always related. It's always extrapolated mm-hmm. to this other thing. It's never just, hey, we got a first class seat. Let's take it. Let's mathematical. This is math. Right. And then this is the problem I have with, you know. The, well, think about your friend. If your friend got an upgrade, you wouldn't be like, well. I'd be like, good luck. That's a, you know. I wouldn't offer well. it to a friend. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Absolutely not. This It's. It's not, it becomes this thing of like, oh, you're a bad person. I mean, if we want to even go farther back, there's the story of the woman reclining her seat and the guy punching the back of it the whole Mm -hmm. flight. 
And now it's a debate of like who's right and who's wrong, who's a good person, who's a bad person. Did you see that story? With the someone, some CEO of the airline said it was like not polite to recline your seat. A, well, she reclined her seat, and then this guy behind her just kept punching the back of it. That happens all the time. And then he, she took a video of him punching the back of it. Right. To me, the the plane allows you. To recline that much. Yeah, if you shouldn't recline, they shouldn't let the seats recline. Exactly. And also, if someone's behind you says, hey, do you mind? Then you discuss it out. Like, it doesn't become like I don't think like you a, should even have to ask. I don't think so. But if someone said to me, like, hey, you're recline. Like, I'm here with a baby and I'm trying to figure. You know, if they had, like, a reason where I... guess. I, purchase a more expensive ticket then well, or then be pe- comfortable. Then people were saying that that's the thing. Like, then people were like, well, we should blame the airlines. It's like, then don't fly. Then don't fly. Like you're you're mad at economics. You're right. mad at take the, a cruise. Uh, the yeah, the unfairness Join of Greta life on yeah. the cruise. Yeah, take the yeah the ocean liner to get from the sail the uh, seven seas to get to wherever you're going. It's but it became this like who's a good person and it's like it's really not that it's it's you know we have to live in you live in with the rules that you're bound by. Yeah, I I it's it's always made a personal thing and it's like. I got nothing against Jess, but like have a nice flight. <laughs> I well, gotta, gotta go. I can't turn down this warm cookie at the end of the at the end of the flight. Uh, I think it's it's fine now. I think you should have offered, but I think if you had kids, you it should you should let her have it. She takes it. Yeah. Well, the kids thing does change things a little bit. I can be like, you're the mom. You're the matriarch. Get a Take some time. Like right. a, this is your Have time. Have some time to yourself. Take some time to yourself. I'll ignore the kids back here for you. Exactly. I'll right. let your hair down. I'll be back here not parenting with them. Right. I just think optically it would be kind of weird for you to be like, oh, like I'm- I am. Well, here's the well, optically the that word is very relevant to this conversation because How would the whole pl- you see the whole plane watching you just. You I know. am done judging my relationship view via the lens of a woman's. <laughs> idea of relationships via her friends on instagram oh my god i feel like if i if i was back in coach with my kids and my husband was in first class and i told anyone that there would be like pitchforks exactly and it's like no no no. instagram is in real life none of these relationships are real i'm i'm not living my life based on those parameters i'm done living through the the rose-colored gla- the rose-colored tint of an Instagram sepia tone. It's pretty easy for you to say it sounds like you're the only one winning and if not living That's out right. of that. Well, um, I'm scenario. saying like I wouldn't post on Instagram look at this animal taking in, taking first class. I would go, "Yeah, these are the, you know, the 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 grays of life." Right. Okay. Well, agree to disagree. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. 
guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Let's do some awkward sex. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. First off, thanks for always making me laugh on my Wednesday morning commute. Definitely brightens up my week. You guys have given me a lot of insightful advice for my dating life. I want to share one of the many awkward sex stories. One of my many awkward sex stories with you. Many. Many. A few years ago, me and this guy were hooking up, about to have sex, and suddenly he stopped and he said he was only going to be able to come if I gave him a hand job. Which I thought was odd. I thought a guy would rather have sex, but whatever. Anyways, I'm giving him the rub down, LOL, and he finished on his face. I completely and unintentionally was aiming his dick right at his face. The cum literally shot out of him like fireworks and landed in the middle of his forehead. I haven't seen this guy and I don't know how common this is, but I thought it was a hilarious story. I like to call it the cum rocket. What would you guys call this scenario? P.S. Jared, love that you're from Boston. So am I. I missed you up show, but we'll be at your Boston show in March. Thank you. When was, when's your Boston show? Um, they're already almost sold out. So oh, if you're good listening, thing, good thing she got her ticket. Good thing she got her ticket. I am there March seventh. What am I there? March. Well, it's March eleventh right now. Is it March eleventh? Yes. Yeah, those tickets are almost gone. March twenty nineteenth through twenty first. Go to jaredfree.com. Jaredfree.com. If, if you're lucky enough to have any left. If you're lucky, uh, what do you call this one? Hmm. <laughs> bullseye. <laughs> the bullseye. The cum shot. Anything like this ever happened to you? Um. Here's the thing. Shot uh, in the dark. Shot in the dark. <laughs> Uh, what did they call it? Uh, you, you got slimed like on <laughs> Nickelodeon, <laughs> Nickelodeon slime, yeah. gacked. Um, I, what people, have you ever heard of this asking for a hand job to finish? You think it's cause he doesn't, I think we need to stop being so judgmental of how men come. Okay. Like women come, they're like, <clears throat> they're like, squeeze my tits, squeeze my ass, and lick on the uh, at the taint for four seconds, and at a you know at a little bit of pressure, and you're like, everyone's like going along, like none of us. Well, it's ask. harder for us to get there than you, of course, but it's hard for some guys too. Like okay. some guys, you know, they want the grip of your of your hand. I you know I whatever it is, I understand it. Like I I I can't. I don't want to be in the position to tell a guy how to how to get off, but how I come. I, I think it also like some guys like blowjobs, some guys like sex. Like, listen, I'm coming no matter what. So I what's funny about this is her description of how how erratic come can be. Right. It is. She's right. It's like a firework. It's not like a gun. Come doesn't go just boo, boo, boo. It's more like. Does that make sense? Sort of. So like when you whack off, like sometimes like you can whack off and like, you know, you use a towel or a tissue or whatever. Okay. But if there's ever a scenario like where you're like coming on your partner okay. or like putting it on their stomach or like, yeah. you know, whatever. There's it's not always, like, right, it's like a straight shot. No, it's like there's, there's, you know, there's stray yeah. bullets everywhere. Right. It goes Does to it, the right, the left. Can it be more of a straight shot if the, if the force is, is there? It's not like peeing. It's okay. it's very much droplets that are strewn about. Got it. 
Like, how do you control where it goes when you masturbate? You don't. You cover the whole thing with the towel. The whole that's thing. How, that's how. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's. I mean, that's my game. Right. Okay. You know, like I'm covering the whole head. Got it. Just the so whole I don't, room is the in plastic wrap. You never know. Encased and it, right. it looks like I'm painting. Yeah. Okay. It's it, because. And they say as you get older, it kind of oozes out. That makes sense. It's less like potent. Less well, that's probably potent, why it's harder pun- to have kids the older you get because it's Cause more it like shoot. just like dripping out. Like, yeah. Eh, we'll see if we'll see if I find an egg or not. Yeah. Just uh, it goes from <laughs> to right. Then it's just like a melty ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you see that if you ever go what I call the hat trick. Okay. It's when you spend a day and you just do three wax sessions in a row okay the third one comes out like a magic show that i want to see yeah you don't want (laughs) to be at this magic show uh it's sad and it's very disgusting but sometimes that third third off the one that you didn't need it's like it doesn't even really want to be here no the (laughs) the cum comes out just like ugh. like it kind of is like that gun with the with the with the it just goes right it's like the diff- like the first one's like the difference between going out when you're when you're like 19 yes. versus going out when you're 35. Just yeah, you're just like, eh, uh, I guess I'll guess. go. You just kind of walk out. Right. Yeah, that's how the cum comes out the third time. Yeah, it's um but that first one if you're really shooting a load, mm-hmm. it is you don't know where that sucker's going. Does it does the force increase also just like if you haven't done it in a while? So you mm-hmm. haven't a- Okay. The backlog. So this guy sounds like he had some buildup. Yeah, it sounds like he was ready to go. I um, like it's it's a thing where it's like come a male climax is both both a blessing and a curse. How so? Because it's so erratic and so messy that it's like, oh my god, what do we even do with this? It's in my forehead it's in the hair it's gone that way it's gone this way where'd that other piece go you know like you ever find it later see the tissues see the tissues but if you find it like if a little piece gets off like you're like oh shit it was in the couch the whole time you know what i mean it's it's a blessing (laughs) because at least you know when it's over right there's physical evidence physical evidence so like for when like i'm going down on a lady right you kind of have to take her word for it yeah, you could, you know, like you, right. you're like, okay, I, and then I'm coming. That's why, I like, the whole like lying about your coming, like, for a woman, it's like I understand why they do it, mm-hmm. why your your kind is into that because, like, enough's enough, right? Like, <laughs> I, I understand that. I do also understand the idea of like, don't lie, because then it ruins you for the rest. Like, you're you're. It can. It can sometimes not. I think it's kind of like. Let's not judge anyone, you know. I'm with you. I, right. I, 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 I th- see both sides. I see the don't lie side, like, yeah. you know, like it's deceitful in a way, or like it's not really helping you in the long term. But sometimes you don't really give a shit, and you're kind of like, I'm like done with this experience, and the, I don't feel like having a conversation about it. Sure. And it's easier to just like it's kind of like when uh, someone says your name wrong. Right, For, yeah, you're yeah. like I could correct you and like have to do make it thing. weird, or I'm just gonna let you call me by this name, which isn't really accurate. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just go with it. Right, yeah, I I think like that's the blessing and the curse of of the female version. Right, you know where it's like there's no there's no right answer, but I I do understand like a guy also can't know for sure. Right on the other side yeah. of it, so it's like when women are like. Well, he didn't come. Is it me? I understand not taking it personally because you're not yeah. getting the 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 fruit from your labor. Yes, you're not busy and you're not seeing the physical. You're not seeing yeah. the physical right. thing. On the other side of it, I could understand where a guy would be like, "Yeah, like it's this whole thing of like making fun of men." Where you're like, "He thought he made me come." It's like, yeah, well, I don't know what to think. <laughs> you know, like right. how would I know? Well, yeah. Sometimes you're kind of if you're with someone who's very inexperienced, you can kind of be like, "Oh, that's what he thought." Like it. It was takes, a good experience, yeah. yeah. Red flag deal breaker. If 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 some guy came on his own face by accident, That's would you fine. ever? Yeah, I, I you know I get I get a little laugh. It's nice. There's very little in the bedroom as far as like towards this part of the right. experience that would turn me off. I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Has anything ever happened like this to you? Not like that. 
I don't think on the face. Sometimes. I don't. I have to say, hand jobs are not really a big thing in my repertoire. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I've had cum issues. Okay. One time I tried. I've tried to come on girl's face. I couldn't do it because I was like, I don't really like this position. Okay. I'm in. One time I came, and then like an hour later, we're like, there it is. Like found it. Found it. It's <laughs> like, like lost earring. <laughs> yeah, type of thing. Here that it type is. of thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've had some cum experiences, but this wouldn't turn me off. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. You want to take it? All right. Hi, Jared and Jordan. A huge fan of the podcast. An OG listener. I've rated, reviewed, subscribed, and saw your live show at Town Hall. Your podcast saved my life. Keep doing the Lord's work. Your life. Your life. I'm 32-year-old single female living in New York for a year and a half. Ultimately, I'm looking for a long-term relationship, but with the right person. The older I get, the harder I find it is to commit to someone since the next person I date could be who I end up with. Honestly, my worst fear is getting invested in someone and finding out they are $50,000 in credit card debt. I'm wondering if you have any advice for when and how to tactfully approach finances with a new partner. How far into your respective relationships were you two when you brought up the subject and how did it go? Any advice would be much appreciated. Sincerely, fiscally responsible, Batch. Um, have you talked about this? Have I talked about like finances? With, with Mike? Have you yeah, I've seen this W-2. You've seen it? Yeah, when you apply to an apartment together, you have to hand in like those forms. Okay. And I also, you also talk about how much money you make to, to figure out how much money you're going to pay in rent. Sure. Yeah. Um, how did that go? It went well because like there's no like there's no like credit card debt or like student loans. But let's say so. you get into that conversation yeah. and he goes, yeah, I got 50K in debt. Like you're already at that point of moving in. Right. What I think you- I would know about it beforehand. That's something I would, I think like I would be like, I think you get a sense for how people especially with something like it's like student student loan stuff or like mm-hmm. how people's interactions with money are, especially as it relates to like their parents, I think pretty early on in dating. I think so too. I think it, I think it all, I think like how you relate to dinner checks, mm-hmm. it can be extrapolated right. out. It's very, it's very rare to have someone who's like pretty like generous and thinks about, and like 
and kind of like hands off about money mm-hmm. um and then someone who's in all this debt but i guess it, that could be the reason for that yeah I, but there's there's obviously the you know the outliers right where it's like you know there's also there's sociopaths like i i don't like to talk to this person as if everyone's a sociopath mm-hmm. like as if everyone's this crazy person who goes through life like they're the um the fire festival guy right like like yeah. the fear is that you start dating the fire festival guy. You find out too late that... And he's going to jail, and now you're the woman in the documentary going, we live this great life. Like, that's the fear. Yeah. And I understand the fear, but if you're seeing it on a movie, that means it's not normal. Right. I think it's kind of like... First of all, I think if you're dating someone for more than like a couple months, you can be like, so, like... You went to X college, like, um, how, did you have to pay for that? Or, like, did your parents help you out with college, or did you pay sure. on your own? Um, like, I had a I had a small loan for college, which I paid back, but... Um, yeah, but people, yeah. this is, I, I understand her question, but right. I think she's living in a world where these things are bigger than they become. I think it's only a big deal if the person has no plan for how to pay it off because totally. then you're the plan. But <laughs> you're the plan. Right. Ah, I was looking at your high, your shoes look nice. Right. I figured you'd be okay with spend, b- paying down my debt. Yeah. I, 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 but I think she's already ahead of herself. She writes, I'm a 32 year old single female living in New York city for a year and a half. My worst fear. And that's your worst fear. I think you're wor- I think you can, I, I, I don't think that fear is going to come up. My worst fear I, she's is not- ending up with a poor man. <laughs> yeah, like, and I have to give up my seat in first class. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm with you, girl. I, I, but I think it's easy to get down the road on these things. I okay. think it's easy. I think, you know, we get these messages a lot and these emails a lot where it's like, and what if this happens down the road? And it's like, you have to trust yourself a little more than you're doing. Well, you, wh- and you have to trust your own taste. Like, right. this is like, to me, this is like a first date thing. If you're on a first date with someone, like, I, like, People who have college debt usually bring up that they have college debt. Not like, on a first date, but, but eventually, but it, yeah. eventually it comes up like, oh, I got to pay my student loans. I got to pay my this. Right. Like it comes or up. It comes like, up when you're planning like a trip, or it comes up totally. when you're moving. When you're moving in, it definitely comes up. Like, but like the idea of someone hiding it until the last possible second to me is an outlier. Right. Also, you can tell. I think again, I don't think the number about the debt matters quite so much as like their plan, their action totally. plan for paying it off. It's totally fine to have debt. It's totally like normal. So what the huge percent of Americans have like student loan or whatever credit card debt, like that's fine. As long as you've got a plan, I think you can tell the kind of, it's more like figuring out if the person you're with is like a responsible person rather sure. than like, do they have these issues? It's more because you're going to have a lot of issues coming up. It's more, how do I deal with my issues? But this is also the idea of like, you have to have personal responsibility. You go on dates mm-hmm. with someone and then they, you know, and you ignore the subtleties of someone else. You're ignoring, you know, having taste. Right. If you go on the first date and they go, let's split the tab. And you go, ugh, I don't like splitting the tab. It would have been nice if that guy brought me out. That's your standard. That's, That's your okay. taste. Yeah. It's okay to go. I'm not going to go on date two. Right. But if you go on day two on the way of going while going, ugh, and he always makes me split, then you're ignoring your taste just to have the thing. Right. And a lot of guys fear that. Like, that you're not, that you're just kind of like going with it so that you can get your list checked off. Just to get your boyfriend. Right. You're tasteless. And it's like, you know, this is back to like something we've talked about a lot, like the way guys date, like they're the CEO of the company. And mm-hmm. a lot of women date like they're applying to this job. And it's like, if you have that mentality of like, I don't want to work with someone, right. you're not trying to work for someone. Right. I think at the same at the same time, though, realizing that things that you think are huge deal breakers are not as bad as they might be. Totally. So someone who has $50,000 in debt, um, if they're dealing with it, that's not like the end of the world. Not at all. But... I think if that's what's holding her back from right, going out at night. That's your biggest fear. The person with that isn't match for you. And Fine. it's her basically saying, I don't trust myself to do the investigation, have the hard conversations that come up in a relationship, right. which you should trust yourself. At what point do you do that? At what point did you do that? I, I didn't really do that. Like I, I, you know, you have no, no, you have no I, sense. I of really don't. I'm, I'm not sure of her of name that. sometimes. No, I, I, <laughs> 
to me um, you're like i just found out her birthday so like well here's the thing we her uh just and i were talking about this the other day where it's like there's certain things that i can extrapolate out like the way we eat at a restaurant together is very emblematic of how we think of money, spending, mm-hmm. saving, all that. Right. The idea that I go, let's get these three appetizers and then we'll share a main course. And then she goes, well, I want these two appetizers. And I want to get this main course. And then we come to a negotiation and the discussion of what that is. To me, we're on the same page with money at that point. Right. That we're all just sticking shit. Like, like growing up, my family was very much like, it wasn't like, Wait till your birthday. Right. Wait till your Christmas. Wait till your Hanukkah. Yeah. It's like, but this is how I grew up. I can't really, I can't experience life through another person's eyes. Yeah. I mean, I grew up with eight siblings. I grew up in a very different. um, But this is my point. But it's about finding someone who like looks at things the same, in a similar way that that you do. This is about puzzle pieces connecting. Like if we went out for dinner and you were like, well, I get what I get. And I was (laughs) like, well, what about these three appetites? We should try these. You go, well, now I don't want. Maybe we're not a uh, maybe we're not a match, yeah. yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. But I, I, I do take away from like, and I know someone's listening, going, "You're figuring this out through how you order Chinese." Like, no, yeah. well, it kind of well, that's your first. It's kind of like these are all like signals that tell you about um, the way that someone like likes to live their life and their values when it comes to money, which is a very important thing. I will, totally. I will give her that. Like, that's a huge thing, and I think that like, but there. It's more, yeah, it's more about the way that you look at money and the way that you spend it and the way that you save it. I think you can find the the first entry, like entryway into finding out that about someone is seeing the way they order at a restaurant. Yeah, you might also, you might the way they live in their apartment. Totally. You might be across from someone who's like, let's split and you go, wow, it's so nice that this guy is so financially, uh, you know, thoughtful. Right. You know, and they're all signals for you for like. All that other information. Again, we live in this red flag deal breaker world. We play the game every episode. This is more like you have to always just assess a list. You have to assess like, did I have more fun than the problems I had? Right. You know, did I did I get did the bad feelings I have? Were they kind of touchy feely for me, or were they actual things that I don't want in a partner? And those are hard to do. But I, yeah. I think like when you. You get ahead and go, I will never date someone $50,000 in debt. You're, you're limiting just, yourself. You're limiting yourself. You're right. limiting. And not to say you're limiting yourself in like someone will, someone could hear us say that and go, well, I have, you know, I don't want to have lower my standards. That's not a standard thing. Right. That's a trusting your instincts and trusting your own taste thing. Yeah. And I think it's like there's the there's the facts and then there's like the way that people deal with them. Yes. So I think the way that people deal with them is such a bigger question than like whatever the facts are so it's like the facts are maybe the person and that can go for anything go for it can go for this huge credit card debt it can go for um the person is has anxiety or the Mm -hmm. person has like a troubled past or something like Like, that the facts aren't less important than this is how i approach and deal with these facts about me which aren't perfect i dated someone once that was in debt had a lot of credit card debt and they were like and the way they handled it was also like kind of like the, just like you're saying like it right. was it wasn't that they had the debt it was that well they were holding it from people and also spending money in other places right. and you know at that point you go there's a whole story there it's not just right the debt it's why are you holding this fr- information from people that you should be sharing it with you know like it, it, there's more to that story right it's about the way that they're approaching it which is the bigger issue than the fact itself absolutely You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. 
Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Leaf Fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do more emails. You ready? Yes. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hi, JJ. Feather, feather for Jared. Love hearing you scream on Instagram every Monday. Thank you. Jordana, you're basically the sister I wish I had. Wow. Tell that to my sisters. They might, <laughs> may or may not agree. DM them. Uh, keeping this short, met a guy through mutual friends four weeks ago on a ski trip. Didn't get to talk to him much, but there was a mutual flirtation when we did. Got back to our hometown, saw him on Bumble, swiped right. We matched and exchanged numbers. I've since texted for three weeks straight. Mm. He came out for my birthday last Saturday, but has never suggested meeting up one-on-one. This past Sunday, I took a shot and sent the text attached. Please decode why he didn't just take the, uh, take the out when I gave it. I'm aware it might come off a bit harsh, but this is three weeks of texting with zero plans, and we live five miles from each other, so it was a bit frustrated. So I was a bit frustrated. For context, BSF is his church group. Okay, for this is for the text. Yeah. Thanks for the week. Laughs. I rate, review, subscribe, and tell everyone single or not to listen. Thank you very much. Uh, sincerely, Shitter, get off the pot. So we're going to read the text messages. Yes. So this is a church group thing. He, I think it was mentioned a few times. So okay. remember that, audience. Remember that. You be her and All I'll right. be him. Any plans this week? This is Sunday night. This is Sunday after three weeks of texting? Yes. Okay. So she's like, all right, I'm making this happen. Let's make it happen. Right. Any plans this week? I don't know. Going to the gun range, gym tomorrow, then to do my BSF homework, church group homework. Tuesday, gym and BSF homework. Wednesday, small group and gym. Thursday, BSF and gym. This guy's got a lot of <laughs> church group shit to do. And gym. Yeah, and the gym. Also, I never, usually when you're like, any plans this week, the person names like one. Yeah, like, this is They don't literally out like, oh, like, let me send you a, well, a PDF of my schedule. <laughs> this is him letting her know I am very busy. I am very busy. I am very church. I, play, I wake up, I'm going to go to the bathroom when I wake up, and then I'll probably eat lunch, and then maybe dinner. But this is a move. Yeah, well, This is a move to ward off. This is the equivalent to me of being in a cave and having a lit you know like a like a a, like a log lit on fire and going and keeping the bats away okay and so let me go back hold on i'm not done with this bsf (laughs) fucking schedule thursday bsf and gym friday i might go to my parents to finish that wall thing if they buy the dirt to fill it in you work tomorrow yeah i work tomorrow you're a busy man. Yeah, it's fucking Monday. What, is- <laughs> <laughs> what are you fucking thinking of? Well, whatever. He's trying to. I, I, I would it. look at like, oh, he's trying to like continue the conversation. Yes, this he's is not very ending true. it. Um, yeah, I work tomorrow. You're a busy man. I was just trying to see if you were free to grab a drink this week at all. And then like some. What do you, what would you call that? The smiley smirk face? emoji. Smirk emoji. Maybe Thursday or Friday if I don't go to my parents. Hey, if it's not of interest, don't worry about it. He writes, I'm down to have a drink. I just have to finish the BSF stuff. It takes me like an hour a day to do it. I can go Thursday, but I have to skip the lecture part of BSF, which I don't really mind half the time. I skip it anyways because I, it doesn't end till nine. Okay. Sounds good. I have, a, I have a work happy hour Thursday, but I'm down to meet up after. Ha ha ha. You'll be sloshed. Ha ha. Nah, it's a work event. Work events are crazy. LOL, I'm hosting it, so I have to be in my best behavior. Nah, just better than everyone else, so just get them hammered. What? I don't understand. Nah, just is. better than everyone else? He's like, you have to, I think he's, she's like, you have to be better behaved than everyone else. So I have to be on my best, oh, nah, nah and you're then just get better them. Than- she's like, he's like, you don't have to, she's like, I have to be in my best behavior, and he's like, you just have to be in better behavior than everyone else. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 right. Nah, just better than everyone else. So just get them hammers. Okay, so get them drunker than you is his suggestion. Very romantic. I have been known to be an unintentional enabler in that area once or twice. LOL. Ha ha. Okay, so that's Sunday. And then today is Thursday. Okay. At 6.49 p.m. He sent this text. So they had a Thursday, not really a plan. They had a Thursday like discussion about a point. If I'm her, before we get right. into what his Thursday text, you uh, have to be a little bit of a nudge because that's not a plan. Right. That's him for him to say. And I don't. I'm not taking his side, but I'm just saying if we want to like really look into this, 
I'm down to have a drink. I just have to finish the BSF stuff. It takes me like an hour to do. I can go Thursday, but I'll have to skip. Like, he goes, but I'll have to skip the lecture part. Like, at this point, he's blaming her for making him skip something. Like, I would just be like, okay, so where? Like, I would, what time do you want to meet on Thursday? She needs where? to send the text where and when on Thursday. Right. Just let me know. Right. Or she could say like, hey, you want to meet at 8 p.m. at Joe's whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> Good old Joe's. At Joe's. <laughs> Joe's. Yeah. Joe's, po- Joe's you know, bar. Joe's bar and, uh, and, grill? and BSF grill. Um, yeah, I, I, there was no... Right. I know there's she's, no specifics, but she's kind of like, okay, like I like I did my part. I like put it I out know. there. But I, I think... I, I can understand also on her end wanting to be like, okay, like I really opened the door here and like I don't want to do the whole thing. I really do want to just kind of... I want to like let him know that I'm interested sure. and then I don't want to like... I don't want to act like I'm take, forcing right, someone on the I date. I don't want to take this position of like I am like intensely like planning this thing, which I'm really just trying to show him that I'm interested. Sure. And like let him know so that I can see if he will take the bait and actually like put something in motion. Yeah. So anyway, so he says on Thursday on at 6.49. Thursday at 6.49 p.m. <laughs> hey, I totally forgot today was Thursday. <laughs> That might be the it's, worst excuse I've ever heard. And especially at 649. <laughs> it's Thursday. Oh my God. The whole day. <laughs> the, it's Thursday now. Right. Like, dude, this week has me all screwed up with having Monday off. Oh, that's why he asked if she's working oh. tomorrow. This must have happened okay. over uh, President's, President's day. day. All good. That's all she wrote. And I appreciate that. She wrote all good, right? That's mm-hmm. it. So right. I'm not going to go to my parents tomorrow, so I'm down to hang out this weekend. See, okay. this is like the most annoying kind of guy. Totally. Because I get it. she's like, she's trying to make it happen without being super explicit, which I understand because like, I do think there's something to the theory of like, let him know, let him be interested, but don't mm. seem so desperately trying sure. to nail down dates and times because you want to feel like your self-worth is higher than that. Yeah. Um, but then, so then this guy keeps like showing like sort of half-assed attempts at showing that he's interested, but never really making a specific sure. plan. So I know exactly what's happening here. So all the listeners can be what's, assured. T- you're tell in, us what's happening. You're in good hands. Uh, Papa JT is here to nestle your lady balls. Let's hear it. Okay. And... This guy, so knowing all the facts that we know, they go on a ski trip, they have mutual friends together, they get back, they match on the app. This guy, like, exists on a spectrum for everyone. Right. Okay? Women hate that. Yes. They want date or no date. Yes. This guy wants... Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. This guy wants... You at his greatest convenience. And he doesn't want to be a bad guy for doing it. Mm-hmm. So this happens to me a lot. I don't know uh, if I've told this on the podcast before. I'll have people who I've known forever. Like people I grew up with, family, friends. And when you do stand-up, when you do comedy, nobody really trusts that you're funny. Right. Like they hear you. Like if I said, yeah, I'm a comedian. Because you're more likely to not be funny than to be funny. Than to be funny. Right. Fine. Okay. So family friends, people who know me since birth, aren't going to go. They want to be as nice as possible. And that's what this guy's doing. He's being as nice as possible while trying to get his dick sucked. Okay, and it, I'm I'm being totally serious. Okay. I don't mean to sound crude. So, okay, so you're saying he's gonna he's trying he's probably gonna text her at you know 10 p.m. on Friday or Saturday night. I don't know if I'm he's out. gonna do that, but he's already done it twice. The plans he made for Thursday were not plans. They were like, "I'm available for you, but we'll see." Then he even forgets it's Thursday. Then says, "I'm not gonna go to my parents tomorrow." At that point, I'm not going to my parents tomorrow. Let I am so sorry. 6 p.m. at this bar at this time is the appropriate right. rebuttal to all good. If he really felt bad and he really needed to get together with her. Right. But instead he says, I'm down to hang out this weekend. Again, Big. I'm down to be there with you when it's most convenient for me. 
Right. I will get my dick sucked when it's good for me. So what do you think is the best way to like handle these guys? But there's no hand because here's the thing. And back to the like, is it a block? Is it a no, is I, it a just like KK? You're looking for two different things. I think you can't convince. That's the problem. The honest one gets fucked over. Because she's like, all I want to do is go get drinks and get to know you more. That's that's the honest yeah, she wants proposition to go on a date. she's making. Yeah. I want to go out and get to know you more. That's no one can blame her for doing that. No, there's nothing wrong. He isn't being honest. If he was being honest, he'd go, I want to be fucked up and get my dick sucked next time I see you. <laughs> like, but he can't say that. Right. So instead he's playing along with her honesty. Until she goes so crazy that she thinks she's the crazy one, not him. Right. And then she hooks up with him because she's like, okay, he said a plan-ish. Ish. Even like at this Yeah. Point. I wouldn't even right. say, they may never meet. I, I think it's more likely that they never meet than if she right. ends well, up Well, he showed up, up to her him. birthday. Yeah. It was easy for him. There was nothing else to do that night. Right. But that's how he wants all of so, their interactions so clearly to be. She wants to, she wants to go on a date. This guy does not want to go on a date. No. What do you so? What do you? What would you say in response to that if you were? Her? I would say, hey, I'm looking for two. Di- well, it's pretty obvious to me that we're looking for two different things. I'm looking to go on dates and get to know someone, and you're being a little too casual for me. So I appreciate that we matched and all this stuff. No harm, no foul. Good luck with everything. That's all you say, because mm-hmm. he's never going to stop doing this. Right. He's and I think never going to. But I think the the move even beyond that, because like I feel like you could say that and a guy will expect, will come back. Sure, but then you're done, a, you're done right, answering after you say right. that. Right. Well that's the hardest part. It's kinda easy to say that and then not and making sure that you don't fall for whatever bullshit excuse the but, guy is gonna come back with. Because that's really like that always ha- like whenever you try to do that, the guys will always be like, No, like I'm totally down to hang out. Yeah, blah, you're blah, down blah. to hang out in a very casual way, and I'm looking for something a little more serious. Right. And what women do is they start apologizing for looking for something more serious when they don't have to do that. Because they'll go, well, I'm not. They're, they're so obsessed with all these women are looking to get married. No, 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 that's not what you're saying. I just want someone to make a plan for a date. Right. And, and that's your standard. And that's so your standard. If there's not meeting that, you can just, you can say that. And yeah. you can say. That doesn't mean you're looking to get married. That doesn't yeah. mean. In a and, non-angry way. Totally. It's not personal. This is business. This is about blowing loads. Right. And you then know, like, I, the best part about saying that is now you've, deal or no deal, you've labeled it no deal. No deal. You've labeled it no deal. You don't have to wait for the guy to label it deal or no Because this guy is totally. refusing to label it deal or no deal. So what, what you can do is take the situation into your own hands I'm and say, you, I'm closing the door on this. Yes. No deal. No deal. Hey, you're looking for something different than me. I'd like to go on a date with a guy that's planning a date for me. That's okay to say. Right. That's okay to want. That's okay to admit to. That's vulnerable. Yes. I, I mean, the, the comedy thing that happens to me, and that's the reason I understand this, is because I'll have family friends that will go, oh, I want to go to a show. When's your next show? That's what they'll say. When's your next show? And I'll go, I do shows every night. And they'll go, well, when can I come? Any night. <laughs> Any night. And then what happens sometimes, and the reason I see so eye to eye with her is I'll go, especially like I'm coming to Boston. We talked about Boston. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of family friends in Boston, okay? When's the next show in Boston? What did I say? March 19th through 21st. And then, so I'll give an answer. Right. Just like her. I'm free Thursday. Yeah. And they'll come back to me and go, oh, well, let me know. I'm not sure. And now I'm not sure. It's like, how am I now in the position to beg you? Right. Yeah. And and, and they turn it on you because it's annoying. Again, I'm being honest. They're being dishonest. Right. You're like pursue my comedy, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna see if I feel like it in that moment. I'm being honest. But I'm by gonna saying, make it feel like I'm tr- making an effort. Exactly. They're right. saying I want to be nice to you. That's their goal. Mm. My goal is to do comedy. Right. So to get them to your show to or, or anybody. Sure. I don't care if they yeah. come. Anyone, yeah. anyone to my show, and the 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 differentiation becomes they they look like dickheads because we have two different goals, just right. like him and this girl. His goal is to get blown without ever being responsible for you. Her goal is to meet this guy and get to know him. 
Yes, different and goals. When, you dis, when you're dishonest about your goals, that's when you start getting mad and take it personally. It's not personally. For him, it's about blowing loads, and for you, it's about fucking meeting a new guy. Yeah. No deal. No deal. Let's play some games. Yeah. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do this one. All right. Red flag or deal breaker has the same first name as your most recent ex. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it too. I actually feel like if you have a type, I find that I, I, I've seen this with my friends. They tend to date people who were like born around the same time of year and have a similar name. Oh really? Yeah. That's and I think it's kind of like sort of, I don't think it's like an exact science, but I think it's kind of like you have, you have a type and like the, you're bound to date someone similar because like all mats are kind of similar. Yeah. You're just you're just a Mac girl. I mean, like it's kind of you know what I mean, or yeah, like, yeah, or yeah. if you're dating someone with like very distinctive names, like that says that that, you, that sometimes will say a little bit about their personality. Sure. I mean, I always have this thing where people are like, oh, Jared, Jewish guy from the Northeast, Jared. I'm like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing either. I, but they, you can invent whatever thing you want to invent. Jared from Subway. Jared from Subway. That's who yeah. I want to be yes. putting the headlines with. The, right. <laughs> the guy who's in jail right now. I, I, I understand. Like, it's easy to look for themes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and you know, if I did, I, I think when you are so bent up of just hearing the name of right. an ex, you have an issue, not the person. You know, like you're. For, right. Like as if it's that Heyman. You're, right. Like you're like, right, right. Heyman, no, 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 like Voldemort, no. Like then you have to, if you're that fucked up by a name, yeah. you got to go, you're it's not more done about with the relationship. You not, right. You not being over it. Yeah. Especially if it's like a rel. I mean, most names that it's going to happen with are relatively common. I mean, if you're dating someone named Seal yeah. twice. Oh my God. Maybe Seal that's, again? Maybe, maybe that's a little bit more weird, but also like, again, if you're over it, if I was on a date with a girl and she kept going, ugh, my ex had the same name as you, I would get annoyed. Yeah. If she kept saying to me, ugh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. It would can I call you Jay instead? I'd be like, well, you can call your therapist because exactly. it sounds like you need to speak to them. It would show that you weren't over it, that you weren't in the moment, that you were like still hung up on something. I think I'm fine with that. Totally. Things are going great, but it comes up in conversation before you met. He or she was blocked from using Bumble. <laughs> that would be me. You were blocked? Yeah. Why? Because I kept putting up uh, back when I would do the Bumble conversations. Oh, they blocked you. I had someone complain and I got blocked from Bumble. Did you use real names? No, I would cross out everything. I I think someone complained about my response to them. Okay, so I guess And I got put on the bench. So if someone was blocked from the app... I mean, you were blocked, so I was you blocked. would have to say, <laughs> I don't think you could say I that. think there could be such a thing as like a reformed dickhead. Okay. <laughs> you know? like, I, I mean, would I you never... do that now? I mean, obviously you're in a relationship, but like if you were single, would you Ooh. still do the conversations? Um, I'd probably still have fun with it. I would okay. do it when I were, but I never, my conversations on Bumble the, 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 were never meant to like, I was always the loser in them. Right. Like if you go back and read them on my Instagram, they're way back now. But like it was always some sad thing about me. Okay. It was never like to. But the whole premise of the bubble conversation was they had to say hi first. So it was a girl being like, hi. And I'd be like, every day is worse than last. <laughs> <laughs> like that was the whole premise. Right. It's she was you. just like here to have fun. Right. And I was the sad loser. She was probably so excited about the, you answering back and then she's like oh this guy's just fucking with well, me well sometimes girls would like it like they'd be like oh this is so different yeah. and funny and the then one- they would do their response back to the response but I mean if I met a girl that was blocked on Bumble I'd be like what happened she's doing the same thing as you I would be more mad that she was doing the thing I did better <laughs> <laughs> I would be more mad that she hacked yeah. my bit. I would definitely have to know why. Sure. Why you were blocked. Like if it was my situation, I was just kind of fucking with people. I I, I think it would be a little bit of a turn off for sure. me because I'd be like, oh, you're not like serious about really you, dating. Yeah. You're and not which on this we, app. You probably weren't at the time. I was. It, just, it wasn't based on the person. It was more based on like, could I turn it into something funny? But if I, I got it... it, it I guess I wasn't. I don't know. If I'm being totally honest, I guess I wasn't being right. totally serious. I think I'd be like, oh, I'd, I'm kind of looking for someone who takes this thing a little more seriously. Sure. 
Yeah, I get oh, that. She's fine. Let's do one more. All right. Your significant other always sits on public toilets, never uses the paper covers. I'm so okay with this. It doesn't matter. Like, well, here's is, my question. How do you find this out? You guys are sharing one? <laughs> you have a real germ issue if this is something you need to know about your partner. Right. And there's also like, there's just no way you'd know. Like you're I'll not be, going be, into a public toilet with them while they're going to the bathroom. I use public bathrooms a lot. Okay. Um, I never have covered the seat. I always plop myself down. Okay. No issue. I'm not sitting here with a bunch of ass prop. You know, what if like, it's like a porta potty? Plop myself no, down. No, no paper. No paper. Okay. I don't really. I think stressing out about the germs makes you more susceptible to the germs. That's my scientific. Okay. Like I think Dr. people. Who, Freed. Yeah. I think people who like think about these things too much always seem to be sick. And the people who don't think of these things at all seem to never be that's sick. That's very funny. I, that's kind of my thought process on this whole thing. Um, what if you found out that your, your guy, even when he pees. He sits? He sits. Oh, we he's did like, that one. Have we once, done that one? Yeah, we did. I think he sits when he pees. Um, you know, what you do in the privacy of your own bathroom stall isn't really my business. Mm. Unless yeah. there's something weird going on with your ass and it affects me. Sure. Like <laughs> You like have some you see, fungal infection. You're consistently getting like fungal infections on your butt. And you do nothing to take care right. of it. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, maybe stop. Sitting. Sitting so I don't <laughs> have to be grossed out sleeping next to you. I mean, to date me is like a horror show for anyone that doesn't like toilet talk. I mean, right. Because I like. I was going to say even without the end of it, I'm saying like circling it back to the beginning <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> to date me was a you're just sitting, dating you is just like sitting in coach watching someone in first class <laughs> Clinking um, who, doesn't, who doesn't even put a paper down in a public toilet seat that's <laughs> it's a horror I'm show i'm painting quite a picture here on this podcast life with jared yeah that's right well that's our episode we did it again what a fun one we did it yeah fun 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 jordana thank you again thank always you. a pleasure to be here at the betches mansion with you uh, <laughs> just mention, I like that. Yeah, if you're in uh, Boston, jaredfree.com, uh, get those tickies. Jordan, you got the ship? Are we still? Yeah, know, we're, we're still on we're, ship. It's, uh, it's good. Yeah. Download it. Life is good. good. Exciting things coming. Exciting things coming. Very ETC. exciting. Yes. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Bye. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at at UUPpod on Instagram. And email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.